Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. Assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? They're going to make you shave your cooch, like, all the way. Let me just tell you. And Paula? It's a bloody crime scene. No one's going to be looking at your boobs. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 77. I don't know. That doesn't mean much. 77. I think of 77, 1977, the year of roller dancing. I don't know. I think I would like to go roller skating. In fact, I was just saying that the other day. I was like, we should take the kids roller skating. I think they would really like it. Hey, that's better than last week. Yeah, I've got my voice back finally. You're feeling better from the last week's illness. Yes. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. Hello, listeners. Hello, Stitcher and iTunes and iHeartRadio listeners. How are you? <laughs> Every time we do that, I think of a, I don't know if it's the Teletubbies or what. They're like, I see Rick and oh, I see Victor and I see, you know, like we're That calling. is, that was, you know what? We were trying to think of that the last time we talked about that where she had the mirror, the pretend mirror, the magic mirror. And um, it wasn't Zoom. It's... um. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, it was a show that I used to watch in the morning on KTVU in the Bay Area. Oh, long ago. Still around. I do remember. I do. So welcome, everyone. Episode 77, as we said. And it is a glorious day in August. Yeah. Glorious evening. Very strange for Sacramento, for those of you that live here and listen. Mm -hmm. Right now, we usually would be in, you know, 110 degree weather, but it's been in like the low 80s. Like, I'm not even ready. I'm not ready for fall, which is stupid because I know we bitch about the weather all the time. Like, oh my God, it's so hot. But no, it's freezing. I know. I feel like we haven't really even had a summer. It's, you know what? We've been robbed of summer like the last three years. And I just don't know what it is. I've grown two tomatoes, two (laughs) <laughs> that's it i i prop well i only grew i did grow two tomato plants and i did probably get about a pound of baby tomatoes i got the little baby romas and then the little cherries see yeah, the cherry no peppers yeah my pepper plant is tall and got has a lot of leaves but i've never seen a flower on it not one freaking pepper lots of basil peppers. and then like i yep. said we had got two tomatoes well actually there were three but olivia picked one when it was still oh. green because she got excited she wanted to show me oh and well so, that's nice go figure but there's <laughs> another one that's turning red but i mean what i'm gonna get three whole tomatoes like and they're not even no. like a big size i got the smaller one that's like hybrid for potted plants because you right know, i live, you in, live in an apartment i live in my glorious apartment complex yes. and so um fabulous downtown oak grove california kind of reminds me of like karate kid like i live in you know the reseda <laughs> complex yes. the palms you live in the palms eek. yeah the neon's like eek, eek. Except we don't have Mr. Miyagi. We have our uh, Indian maintenance guy who actually (laughs) he works really hard. Regardless of certain questionable folks that may live there, it's actually a really nice little complex. No, it's cute. Yeah. You know. No one no one chooses to live in an apartment usually. No, there's this show on TV. It's called it's just dumb to me, but it's called The Tiny House Nation. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. They literally build these houses. But they're called tiny houses. They're like 580 square feet. And I would so, want to kill myself. That's so too it's, small. It's, it's like a movement. You know, they're trying. So they oh. work with these, these guys that build these houses. They come to the people's house and it's like a whole process. They work on, you know, consolidating their, you know, big house to their new tiny house. And they get them to, used to adapting to living in close quarters and, mm-hmm. you know, being more, uh, not preservative, but... Uh, oh, like more green. Yeah, and, and just living a lot simpler. Envir- environmentally friendly. Right. So these people live in these tiny houses. And then like this one scene, they showed this couple, they tied a rope around each other and, and it was the length of the house. And they said, at any given time, this is the furthest that you could be from each other. And it's like... You'll have to really, really I, love somebody. I watched that scene and I was almost getting like an anxiety... 
The Tiny House Nation is brought to you by Littermaid. <laughs> Littermaid. The show is full of crap, as is my litter box. <laughs> Why? Why? Okay, you know what? That's it. Producer Deb, get a call into Littermaid. Reach out every week. ASAP. They get so much free press. It's ridiculous. The Littermaid automatic cat litter box senses when there's fecal matter in the litter box, and the little claws go. <laughs> they put it into the receptacle and it's neat and clean for two or three days before it starts to smell like urine. And then you really have to deal with it. And then you have to dump out the container of cat poop and, <laughs> and urine clumps. That's you know what, what I would do. Like I would, if I had like an enemy or something, I would <gasps> like get the contents and put it in a bag somewhere and like hide it somewhere urine in clumps. their car. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you know how bad that would smell? It would be awesome. That'd be, I, I can think of some people I hate enough. If that happens to someone that we know, then they're going to know it was me. Oh, damn oh well, it. I don't even care. I'd be like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, I did it. So what? What are you going to do What's about it? What's it to you? Come over here. I'll put a clump right up your nose. What do you want to do? Fight about it? No problem. Right. Let's go. I'm down. I'm I got, crazy. I got two cat turds with your name on it. <laughs> nostril one, nostril <laughs> exactly. two. Bring it on. You know, that's how they used to kill horses. They put ping pong balls up their nose. Because I don't think horses can breathe. What? Yeah. Horses can't breathe through their mouths. So there was they a movie. They would put ping pong balls up There was a nose? movie. They put ping pong balls in the horse's Wait nose. Wait a minute. And I've never them. heard of that in my entire life. It this was is... a movie. That's not true. They don't really do that. I'm they gonna, can't possibly. I'm going to Google it right now. No. Oh. All right. Listen. Given I everything need... that's going on in the world, I would hardly think ping pong balls and horses. <laughs> One more thing to be depressed about. So I was, I wanted to tell you this story because I didn't get a chance to tell you this week because you've been very busy and I've been very busy. Yes. Malia obviously has started school. So there is a road that is a, a road less traveled in the morning. It's called Winding Way. And when you take this, it feels like a back road. Yeah. It's twisty. It's twisty turny in the sense that it's like there's a lot of S shapes, uh, turns. And, you know, the road is very windy, which is why it's called Winding Way. The but it's a beautiful winding, winding road. road. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yes, me. to my door. Okay, go and ahead. so um, it's a beautiful ride, especially mm -hmm. in the morning. And so sometimes, if I'm feeling, you know, peaceful, I will take that road home, listen to some podcasts or music. Oh, and I just... thought you were going to say you put on the Enya and no, you know. God, yes, oh. right. No, I don't know how her songs go. That was the beginning of the Mermaid, Little Mermaid, actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. I listened to my okay. Frozen. Go no. ahead. So I'll be just chilling. So anyway, the other day, a couple of days ago, I took her to school and I decided to take Winding Way home. And I said, oh, it's such a beautiful, it's kind of gray. The marine layer's still in. It's a cool day. And so I'm just minding my own business, taking this nice, easy road around. And I look in my rear view. Well, I was listening to a podcast. Okay. And I thought I heard I heard something funky. And I'm like, God, maybe that was like in their studio or something. Oh, like and a I sound look effect up, or something. Yeah. Well, it was they were just talking, but it was a, it was a weird noise. So I look up because it sounded like a girl screaming or something. Oh, God. I look up at my rear view and there was a car flipping several times what? on the road. Yes. And you know that little word on your rearview mirror where it says objects may be closer than they appear? Do you remember Jurassic Park? Oh, my God. I was just going to say, did you have a freaking T-Rex in your side mirror? It, yes. And I said, I feel, you know, and I was like, oh, my God. So, I mean, my first reaction was to speed up and well, get out of Well, just to get out of the way. But then you would stop, obviously. But then I went, wait a minute. I'm the only one else on the road. And I'm the only one who saw it. Now, it was a little, it was like a little Honda hatchback. And I saw it flip at least twice. Was it going too fast? Well, I don't know because all I because I was driving and it's a turning road, so right. I couldn't exactly not be paying attention. So I slammed on my brakes and I said, "Okay, this is the problem with me." Is I slammed on the brakes and said, "Well, I have to turn around," <laughs> but I didn't have a bra on. Oh my god, Jamie! If it's a bloodied crime scene, no one's going to be aware. looking at your boobs. But I didn't have shoes on either; they were in the passenger seat. Well, and what so, were you doing? I just took Malia to school. It was seven thirty in the morning. God. I was barely coherent, Couldn't and at so least I put on a slipper or something. <laughs> so I flipped her. Hey, at least I brought the shoes with me. 
So <laughs> oh, I yeah, flipped. That, okay, that makes a difference. Like, I have my bra and my shoes in the front seat. No, I'm not wearing them. But I mean, they're with me. <laughs> don't I get credit for having them with me? <laughs> so I flipped around, obviously. I mean, and we're talking nanoseconds. These are going through my brain. It's not like I'm sitting there going, well, I don't know it's if not, I should It's not like you put around. your flip-flops on, check your mirror, put on some lip gloss. Yeah, and, no, it was nothing know. like And I listen, I lip and clip when I leave. It's not like I looked hideous. <laughs> it was just, I didn't have monster hair or anything. I was just freaking out so i see this flip and i'm like okay i know it's a lot closer than it appeared because of the little sign told me that it was right. close so i flip around and there's debris all over well, the well you turned around the other car flipped around yes I, I i was gonna say i flipped a bitch but anyway i did u-turn i turned around now the problem is is where they did this whole display is a very dangerous part because it's blind on both oh. sides blind corners so before i turned around a car was coming by and i was honk like like i like he can hear me i'm honking and i'm waving at this guy to stop because he's gonna plow right into these people because he's oh, going really fast yeah luckily he saw the look on my face and he slowed way down and he stopped like what does this crazy woman want so he kept going forward and then he saw. Uh-huh. He saw what had happened, luckily. So we both turned around. I was afraid to get out of the car because I was afraid I was going to see somebody that had been maybe thrown out of the car. Oh, or yeah. I was afraid to see what I was going. I didn't. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, you're for not good at those kinds of things. Limbs or, right. you know, bodies. I wasn't sure because it was extremely violent. Oof. And there was car parts everywhere. And so, but it had flipped so much that it actually flipped right side up again. Oh, good. So I was like, oh, thank God. So I turned around. I stopped, put my hazards on so that hopefully somebody would see me and not plow into me. Because right. I was a little concerned about my own safety. Right. And four teenagers boys oh my were God. in the car and they were going way too fast and he tried to overcorrect and he flipped his car and they went duh, 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 and they flipped way out and you know what i'm sure their parents have told them a gazillion because i mean that road is notorious it's for so accidents. dangerous i mean i can't tell you how many teenagers have gotten in accidents probably oh, yeah. all the years we've lived there i mean Wendy way is been incredibly it's deadly it's not just well it's not two just girls dangerous. died there yeah they I did mean, and, and so they started to pile out of the car. I only saw three get out. Another guy didn't get out. Uh-oh. I don't know if he was unconscious or what. I didn't wait long enough, but um, one kid broke his arm. His arm was Did broken. Did you call the ambulance? The uh, gentleman who I stopped called 911. Okay. Because I was turning around, when he, and he had already called. And then another man stopped. So there was like three or four men who had stopped to sure. help these boys. And then, luckily for these kids, a fire truck came upon them oh and so it was all taken care of so i stopped i looked i saw the kid his arm was clearly broken and they had none of them had shoes on none of them and they they were doing i think they were coming home from football practice because or something like that or yeah because well it would be college not high school because high school was already in was already in session but they were big they were big kids for big boys who looked like they had been at the gym or working out or athletics well hopefully they had their seatbelts on it sounds like. i think well i think they did because they would have been thrown out of that car so did you no look question. up later to see if there was any story about it or i did and there was nothing well, and the only thing i can think is that higher patrol didn't get there or they didn't you know the report wasn't filed yet but i mean i was probably the only person who saw it happen but what was i supposed to say they were all a- awake and coherent and you know although probably oh, no, injured i don't think you needed to stay i didn't say and of course i'm sitting there in my car going well do i get out to check on these kids but there were three men already there so i didn't do it but i got home and i was like god i am shaken well yeah like, that was scary. really scary and it didn't even happen to me but i'm thinking you know what you don't realize when you watch like on television or when you watch the news and you see these horrific car crashes, even if no one perishes, how violent they are. And then when you see it happening and it's literally tumbling straight toward you. Yeah, really? It's scary. I was like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm shaking. And it took me a good hour to like relax about it. Yeah. I was just grateful that they, that nobody was severely injured. Yeah. Because... You know, no one wants that. No, I mean, I couldn't even imagine being a mother of of a, oh my God. Of a son myself. I couldn't even fathom getting a call or something. Oh, like you, t- you know, when Tyler got in that bike oh, accident. Yeah. And that was terrible, too. So anyway, I but I wanted to tell you about it because it was, you know, shocking. That and is I thought, shocking. 
I was just glad nobody died and nobody got, um, what do they call that when they get thrown out of the car because they don't wear seatbelts? Thrown out of the car? Thrown out of the car. I don't, I don't know if there's a, is there a, a, an actual term I want to say it? expelled, but that's. Flung? <laughs> I don't know. Flung? Fling flunged out the car? That's I don't know. That's kind of what I would say. I was just glad that, you know, the, 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 the obvious broken arm was all I saw, No nothing else. And I was very grateful that there was like no severed heads or weird stuff laying around on the street no that makes me sad though because i just think like i know me personally i would have immediately flipped around and hopped out of the car but that's just me well i did flip around immediately but i didn't hop out because i would have hopped out of the car and ran over there and probably started dragging bodies out unnecessarily (laughs) because that's just you know yeah they're like stop it i'm fine leave me alone it's just because i would be thinking like these poor children you know like Mm -hmm. hurry before the car explodes or you know watch seen too many movies yes wow well i'm really glad it didn't you know it didn't appear to be anything terrible because i mean no there's enough badness in the world right now i know but so yes one good ending nobody died i was so happy so in the in the wake of all that's bad Mm -hmm. there is a good thing going on right now well i think it's good i don't know how anybody else feels well so all of this ice bucket als challenge als challenges yes so i had lamented i don't know if it was to you or on the podcast or i was just talking to myself yeah Yeah, i was just saying like i was thinking about oh right i was saying everyone at my work should do it because i didn't realize you had to get called out i was just going to take it upon myself to do it but (laughs) you were just dying to show off your (laughs) wet tits to the whole world on facebook (laughs) yes that's exactly what i was after the wet you did it congratulations the camera panned up so you know what i wasn't filming so i can't I saw flesh. He said he put the camera up as quickly as he could once he realized what was happening. But mm-hmm. yeah, regardless. like you didn't know you didn't have a bra on. Yeah, I was practically Bo Derek in 10 running down the beach. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Hey, you got nice boobs. You have to throw them <laughs> In off. my old maternity pants and, you know, <laughs> my... I'm so glad you dressed up for the pajama occasion. tank top. Well, so here's the thing is, is that so I had gotten called out by my good friend Tracy, thank you, who is either Central Time or East Coast Time. And when you get and I, you know me, I don't get home until late. Like I messaged you tonight, I think, and I'm like, we just walked in the door, and it was like after seven. Yeah, and it was late. so I don't get home until late. And when they do this challenge, basically, what happens if you live under a rock and you've never heard of this? Someone says, you know, I'm accepting the ALS ice bucket challenge. I'm challenging. You know, and they list three people right. to do this or donate a hundred dollars to the charity. So either donate a hundred dollars and you don't do the ice bucket, or you do the ice bucket and then you donate ten dollars. And so, okay, I didn't realize that. Okay. That's at, at least the official rules of what I read. And so, okay. my friend had challenged me to take the challenge, so of course I accepted because I'd been dying to do it anyway. <laughs> yes. So I called out three people and. I didn't realize, but that water is really cold. <laughs> like it's well, yeah, it's ice water. It's ridiculously free, like shockingly freezing. And you you poured it on yourself. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I know. Yeah, no. That's the thing is, you are supposed to pour the ice on your head, or and other people do have other people do it, or I don't know. I, I've seen both. Well, we've seen a lot of failures as well. <laughs> I have seen those too. Well, and it, once we realized we learned we're going to get one shot at this, I'm like, you know what? This better go like without a hitch because because <laughs> I'm not doing it twice. Well, you can't. I mean, what are you going to stand there with wet hair and you know like? Okay. Think people. I've never Take done this two. before. Right. Yeah. Brand new. Right. Never done it. I'm accepting the ALS challenge again. Okay. I will say this about your video, which is posted on the Ugly Truth Facebook page. Yes. You should actually link it on your Twitter and then I'll retweet it on our Twitter as well. If you want to see Paula wet t-shirt tank top braless absolutely is too by the way but what i noticed when you bent over to pick up your pail of ice water the ground was wet so i thought well maybe she had done this before and she just blew her hair dry and is doing it again no victor and i actually got called out on the same night incidentally by two separate people oh so that's the whole thing is is the reason we were doing it at night in our pajamas was because you have 24 hours to complete the challenge and i'm like okay well it's like a tuesday night 
and <laughs> we've got to go to work tomorrow. And so by the time I get home from work, I'll have missed the 24-hour window. And I see. And you're a stickler. We are sticklers for the rules. We are not quitters. <laughs> we don't, you know, cave. And so if they know, say 24 hours. Damn it. You're going to sure do it shit. in 24 hours. 9.30 at night. We're out there dumping ice water on our heads. <laughs> It was kind of fun, but the hard huh. part is, is like, there is a lot of thought going through that because I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go through my list of friends, but I'm like, I have to pick people that I think would actually do it. And I'm like, mm. I wouldn't dare ask you to do it because I know that you just wouldn't like, you just, nope. you just wouldn't I'd rather all. write the check. I'll write the check. I will, <laughs> I, I will know. secretly, I will secretly donate and to my charity so- of choice. And that's why I posted um, a, a picture today or I posted a statement today that says, I know I've picked the right friends because not one of them has called me out to do the challenge. <laughs> so you did complete the ALS challenge. I did. And you did call out your little friend. You're not your little friends. But you called out your friends. It's a, You know what? Here's the thing. I am not against anything that promotes the cure for cancers or diseases in, in this day and age. Whatever works, man. You yeah. know? No, because there is no cure. And they've said mm-hmm. that with this social media and and it's how been it's insane. Been yeah, that they've seen a huge influx of support. So, And I think it's wonderful. I choose to donate anonymously. I don't need to have a display. I'm not I spend way too much money on my hair to dunk it. With, <laughs> and we're you know what? And we're in a drought. You know, we're in, oh, in a drought in God's California. Sakes. We're only in a drought because we drain all the water every year. And you know, it actually really hasn't snowed this year. But OK, no. so more mm-hmm. importantly, one of yes. the people I did call out was producer Dub himself. Wait, yes, has, has he become a diva much like yourself? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Because, you know, the dub I used to know would be out on the deck doing this. So well, what's, me, what's happened? Is he old? What? Let me put it to you this way. <clears throat> Daryl had a, a work appointment today. He got a manicure. What? He had a manicure done at a work appointment today. He, he had to meet some clients. And the appointment was at a salon. So he went and had a pedicure done. Is this what we're doing now? I mean. And I will preface by saying he is all man. He is all manly man. It has nothing to do. He had never had one before. I don't know. I'm starting to question his man card. No. And his ability. Well, just hear me out. Okay. Refusing to stay in a hotel room with you all day to engage in (laughs) relations. So that he may go taste wine. So he can go drink wine. And... Now getting manicures, not wanting to, I guess, promote charity or whatever. I'm like, what? What's oh, going God. on here? Like, what's he's you turning what? into a diva? Like, you guys are turning into that couple. Oh, shut up! In five That's more years, he's what what some people might call a giffy. What's that? Gay in five years. No. Oh my God! Never in a bajillion years. He loves <laughs> pussy way too much. No way. I think he did. I'm not sure. He now. does. I'm just, no, he does. I'm just not sure. Well, you can. Well, All right. you'll never know. I, no, I, I. And you know, I'll just stop you right there. I'll believe you. <laughs> just go on. So tell me about this manicure. No, he he was actually not really looking forward to it. Now, as far as the ALS challenge goes, he's been called out three times. So what's the deal? I don't think he wants to. He just doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Nobody like really wants to. Well, I guess yeah, that's but not look, true. I did. He can either donate ten dollars or he can donate a hundred dollars. You know, and and we don't need to make a big announcement of what charities we support. It's just, I mean, it's fun and I get it and it raises awareness. It's but fun. It's cheeky. It's you know, it is. But you know what? It's just. He really is not comfortable with the idea. He doesn't want to do it. He just doesn't want to do it. And I, you know what? He chooses his choice. <laughs> he chooses his choice. I choose so, my choice. Yes, he knows his truth. Well, there you so, go. But as far as the manicure, <laughs> he was a little nervous about it. He said, um, well, he goes, the initial appointment was supposed to be uh, one of their managers who is a female. She comes up to Sacramento and she takes all of these clients out and they do a salon day. They do Manny Petties. So this was at the office in San Francisco, and she's like, the salon, we do many petties. It's what we do. And he said, I'm not doing that. I will go to the appointment. I will talk shop. I will do whatever, but I'm not doing a many petty. And so <laughs> this, he has a bromance at work. Okay. Not like what you think. They're very, they're very just bros or, you know, bromance, you know. I get it. I get it. So he said, his his friend goes, he he goes, you got to have a pedicure. I, he goes, I get one every six weeks. He goes, dude, I'm I'm no one's touching my feet. I'm not doing that. So he was like, talking about a pedicure with his other guy friend, and they work in San Francisco. Yes. 
And he said, well, (laughs) this guy is, they have a lot in common in the sense that both of their dads were cops in the, in the, in a city, Mm -hmm. you know, they just have a lot in common. You know, they're both married with a certain amount of kids, blah, blah, blah. They just, they just hit it off for as far as friends go. And there isn't a lot of guys that work in his office. And so they're just bros. Okay. I know it's starting to sound gay. I know I'm putting hey, myself in a position here. I've said a million times, I have no problem with people being gay. No. Live your life. Be happy. If Daryl, right. if Jamie is not what you want anymore, <laughs> it's fine. You're your so happiness mean. is far more important. Go get your manicures with your friend. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Daryl's like, I am not getting a pedicure. He's like, if you wear flip-flops, you it's called foot health. You have to do it. He goes, I don't give a fuck what it's called. I am not getting a pedicure. No one's messing with my feet. So I told him, I said, look, I said, manicures are actually really not uncommon for men in in business. I mean, a lot of men get them done so that, you know, especially if you're doing a lot of, you know, client meetings or whatever, you don't want your fingers to look all bitten up and gross. You know, they should look nice. So he, I convinced him to get the manicure. He did not do the pedicure. He's like, I wasn't going to do it. They tried to give me to do it, and I refused. I wasn't going to do it. And after what I saw, what you have to go through to get one, I was really glad I didn't get one. It's just too it's, much for him. You know, that's very common for females, and I refuse. I mean, I I'm, will never. I think I've had one or two in my whole life. <gasps> I've never had one, and I will never. Ha- I've given myself pedicures oh, in the yeah, sense no, that, you know, that. to soften yeah. and, you know, th- make things look nice, but yeah. I don't have scraggly, scary appendages where that needs to be addressed by somebody other than my own self. If I'm going to spend $40 on something, I'd rather go buy shoes or get a massage. Or, yeah. Not, who am I kidding? I've had one massage in my whole life. But I've had I a mean, massage once. I think, well, I mean, I'd like to try getting a... <laughs> facial and i mean like a, a legit one not <laughs> not a porn facial. i don't know why every time i say that i just ha- really it struggle with it i know I but know. I, I did have a facial once and i did like it but you know what paula <laughs> what like i did have a facial once and i did like it but <laughs> i i just have come to the conclusion that i don't like people messing with me like i don't like i don't like to be touched I mean, I don't mind being touched in, you know, sensually and sexually by someone that I've approved of, but I don't really like quote unquote professional people messing with me. I just don't like it. I I barely like going to the doctor, even if I'm dying. I don't like being messed with. Like I almost like cringe a little bit when I have to shake someone's hand and I (laughs) shake a lot of hands. I mean... Yeah, I just, I don't, and I I think it's because I anticipate like the test, the texture, like the moisture level, moistness, you know, the firmness or the unfirmness, you know, it's just like, I don't know why. And I try and politely like wipe it off. I don't know why I have such an aversion. Oh, please. Every time Daryl kisses me, I wipe my mouth. (laughs) Why? It's a little slobbery. Gross. He knows it. If you're anything like the Uggs, you must love shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that. Especially if you do what Jamie and Paula did and sign up for an Amazon Prime membership. And right now you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with me? Uh, OCD. I don't know. I, I Maybe, but I mean, let me tell you, it's not like sex is, is crappy with me. I mean, it, no. it's like a completely different thing. It's like outside of the of the sexual area it's like make sure your hands are dry very neat kisses i can't hold don't rub my back i I can't hold victor's hand if it if it feels the slightest bit like clammy or dirty oh dirty! and then like i have wipes in my passenger seat (laughs) for my steering wheel because i can't stand the feeling that like my steering wheel has been like steered too much like there's too much hand on it. I, I have. Does that even um, make sense? Yes, it does. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I can always tell when Daryl's been biting his nails. <laughs> if he like tries to kiss me or hold my hand, and I know he's been biting his nails, I'm like, don't even. It's like skin. <laughs> too much skin. 
God. It's wet skin. You might as well just like kiss it. the tips of his wet fingernails. <laughs> Gross. I can't take it. I know. I don't know. We go through this every week. I don't know why we keep asking ourselves what's wrong with us. We know we don't need to ask us. anymore. We know. So yeah, you know just... what? This is our show. For yeah, those of you that don't get it, what's want? wrong with you? What's, why don't you get it? <laughs> why don't you get grossed out by this? Why don't you thoughts? understand? What's wrong Maybe with you? Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> well, it's definitely not our problem. Okay, so hit me with some good news. What's going on in the celeb world? You want to you want to go straight to celeb news? I've been living under a rock because I've been All like right. slammed to the you wall. You say busy. that every time, but you know everything I tell well, you. Well, okay, so I did see something, but... Wait! Shut your mouth! All right. Just shut your lips. <laughs> Let me say it, and you can just... Then you can say, yes, I knew I'll about that. I'll shut my... Perfectly dry, unmoist lips. Celebrity news Paula probably doesn't know. I have three items for you today, and we'll see where this takes us. The big news, Jill Duggar is pregnant. I know, I just saw that tonight. Can you stand it? Side hugs be damned. (laughs) She got down and dirty, and I would say probably sex session three, she got knocked up. I just... She was pregnant within a month after her wedding. She would have had to have been, because they've only been married, I think, like three months. They got married in June. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, April. April. They got married in April, I think. And then she, I believe she was pregnant by June. That that's not very long. Uh, no, it isn't. Can you imagine going from virgin to pregnant? No, in like less than two months, I would be pissed. Well, you and I were so wrong. We thought for sure she was going to be the one to buck the system. I know. We just she was going to be the missionary. She was going to travel, and they were going to be these great, you know. And no, she's going to do exactly what is expected of her. Which you know what, whatever. I mean, if it makes them happy, great. You know. Yeah, I guess if you want to just die right in but i mean i kind of feel bad for them just because well maybe i shouldn't say feel bad i mean children are a blessing they definitely are oh for but sure i would just think that you know they would might want just a little bit more alone time before yeah. they add that to the mix because you know i mean there's some major life changes going on here well, and, and they're there's they're 23 and 25 i think yeah and it just seems to me that they lived with, you know, she, he was off traveling the world. She's been, you know, coddled by her family. And there's now she's all of a sudden she's a bride. She's married. And now she's going to be a mother. Like no couple time at all. No alone couple time at all. And now they're going to be parents. And especially being the older daughter or like one of right. the older daughters. I mean, she's been around kids all her life. So it's not I like. I would be like freedom. Right. Like be... you think you would enjoy just the two of you and like. I know. Just kind of kicking that around for a year or two. I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't have kids. But... No, no, no. I mean, I think that was obviously expected, but I just am a little disappointed that they didn't take advantage of being two adults alone. Well, I think from what I've read, it was a bit of a surprise. But... Oh, was it? Well, at least to the family. The family was definitely shocked. I don't think they were expecting that. So maybe maybe something went awry or I don't know. It's hard to say. But <laughs> Well, if they don't believe in birth control, then I don't well, know what Well, I mean, I don't know what else one can do. I mean... I don't either. Anyway, so yes, no more side hugs for Mrs. Jill, whatever her last name is now. Congratulations to the couple. I'm sure they'll be great parents. So moving on, I did read about this. The only reason it's a little weird is because it's one of the most awkwardly matched people, couples I've seen in a very long time. Meg Ryan and John Cougar Mellencamp have been a couple for a few years now. Really? Yes. It was a very below the radar kind of thing. She lives in New York. He lives in, I believe, Indiana or somewhere in the middle. You know, he's that corn fed, you know, all American dude. Mm -hmm. They broke up because he doesn't like, he says he doesn't like New York and he finds it to be an uncomfortable place. He doesn't like the noise and the homeless people and the garbage and he really wants to live in the middle of the country and Meg's like I'm not moving so they finally broke up because of that apparently but I'm thinking no I think it's because Meg Ryan's kind of scary well and kind of a bitch and a little bit just okay so I'm drawing a blank what what is Mm -hmm. he saying I know he he sings Jack and Diane little ditty about Jack and Diane oh okay I get him in a Bruce Springsteen mixed up sometimes well they look they're a lot alike they're that real and they kind of do that raspy blue collar yeah blue collar singing kind of dudes who write music about you know how hard it is to be a farmer or a steel worker I guess (laughs) right that's the kind of stuff they sing about so, yeah, they broke up, and I don't think anyone's weeping. 
No, I mean, it's kind of funny about Meg Ryan because she always plays like these really sweet, like girl, not even girl next door, like, you know, innocent librarian kind of roles. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore, but I mean, that's no. just kind of what she's, you know, that's cast what she as. was known for. Yeah. But really, I mean, she's, you know, she's cheated on her husband's and, Quaid. you know. Yeah, but and you know, from what I understand, wasn't it? Um, what was that? Was that really cute? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Oh my god! I don't think he's that good. He looks weird to me. Really? Yeah, he looks like I his, would do him. His eyes are too far apart, and he just <laughs> he and he just looks like you know he's just this close to having a really bad haircut. And um, eh, I don't know. He's like he's kind of a brogue to me. I think he's good looking. I would. I wouldn't throw him out of bed. Okay. So are you going to talk to me about Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon or what? Well, I was going to. Yes, they're separated. And apparently by the time we got to our show, they're they're officially, they're like the divorce has been worked out and they're just waiting for it to be officially filed, I guess. So what happened? I don't get it. The only thing that I had read that I could get concrete is that he has been trying desperately to just get away from her. Oh, he takes every job that he can get. He's always traveling, uh, and he's been bragging about his conquests prior to their marriage. Oh, um, apparently, just he being had a little disrespectful, little dalliance with Kim Kardashian at one point. He, he's been speaking well, about who that. Who hasn't? I mean, come on now. She's like the village bicycle of Los Angeles. She really is, or was, I guess. But that's upsetting. I wouldn't really want that kind of information like getting out. If my if my husband was going around talking about all the women he fucked before he married me, <laughs> we would have some issues. I would think. so. So. There would be some significant issues. Well, like, obviously, he has no respect for her. I don't know no. why, but... I don't know. But the other thing is, is that she had sent a specific security guard to accompany him on all of his gigs because apparently he's uh, notorious for having a little drinky poo and then, you know, hitting up on, on chicks. Mm. And so this guard was there to keep him from doing that. Wow. And I'm thinking, once you're parenting your husband with an employee, I think there's some issues. Now, I will say this, that our sister Stephanie, who is like freaking undefeated, she calls these couples out like six months to a year before they call it quits. She said that she watched a Barbara Walters special with Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, and she said, I knew right then. That's why she can predict these things, and I can't. I would never watch a Barbara Walters special. (laughs) I didn't even know they did those anymore. I thought she was dead. No, no, I think she, I thought she retired, but apparently she still do these, she's doing these specials. Baba Walter. But she said Mariah Carey had a stiffness to her and Nick Cannon looked like he was trying to not shit his pants. He was so nervous. And she said, I knew then that, you know, he was being coached to shut his hole and say everything's perfect and just move on with our lives. I wonder if she became one of those wives, like once the kids were born, she's kind of like, you know like all mother all the time and you know there is no sex and there is no I don't know I think that Mariah Carey is the the epitome of diva (laughs) yes that's true and I think that she rules the roost and I think Nick is he's a lot younger and I think Mm -hmm. he is doesn't like being a family man like that and he wants to go out and play and I don't think fatherhood fit him well. And, you know, the whole and I don't think she's easy. I don't think she's an easy oh, person I don't to, think she is to deal all. with. But I mean, I think like he's he's a man just like anybody else. Yes. And, you know, if he you, needs to get his, you know, dingling played with everyone. Yeah. In a while if you start, start stifling certain or things, you start going it doesn't matter if you're Mariah Carey or, you know, God knows who else or me <laughs> or Jamie. <laughs> is that the opposite? I don't know. No, I'm just saying like, you know. Some guys yes. would like die to be married to Mariah Carey, but it's just like clearly it, it doesn't matter because I mean you could be married to some goddess like her, but you know if she doesn't put out, then they're kind of like, eh, you know, this is kind of lost its luster. This so. is no longer fun for me. Right. I'm not getting off. No. Well, yeah. Right. So those are the three. Although now we can talk about it. There hasn't been a whole lot of talk about it, which is kind of funny that Jennifer Lawrence is dating Coldplay. What's his name? Chris Martin. Chris Martin, yes, and I read. I saw a big headline today. She's the opposite of Gwyneth. She's anti-Gwyneth, and I'm like, well, eh, nobody's like Gwyneth Paltrow. She's like in her own universe, and I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, yeah. she literally lives on another planet with her children, She's Apple like Tom and Tom Cruise. And like they're pair. just kind of like you know these weird bots. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the media doesn't want to like 
talk about it because they don't want to like acknowledge it because it'll make it true you know they're like i don't know well it's a very strange i mean he's a lot older than her that's gross i would never i just well you know my opinion of him he's like you know the epitome of nerdy emo musician and that's like talk about making someone flaccid I I know that there there are women who find him incredibly sexy. He just looks like he has really sharp bo to me. Like, oh, good because he wears a lot of tight shirts and he's always sweaty when he's performing. And I'm like, you know what? That's like the bo that would literally stab me in the back of my sinuses. That's what it looks like to me. He, he sounds so bored when he's singing, and I'm just like, <laughs> God. I'm like, that's just that's like so anticlimactic. I couldn't even it imagine. Really and like, and if that's you know, you're you're being passionate and singing your heart out, and I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> I can only imagine everything else will just pale in comparison to that. (laughs) No kidding. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to ugleetruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. I understand that you went and finally got a pap smear. Yes, finally. I've been putting it off. And so... I know. Was it as exciting as mine where I was practically nude on the table and trying to maintain composure as no, I was No, actually, up? it was quite rushed because I was late oh. to the appointment. It was at 8.30 in the morning. And so I was, you know, like 10 or 15 minutes late. And so they kind of had to like, you know, wham, bam, Slap the slap the schmear on the slide and, you know, off you go. But while I was there, one of the things I had wanted to talk to him about was, you know, since I've had Olivia, the lady parts just, you know, they they shifted. They're not what they what they once were. So I believe one of the questions he asked is, so do you have trouble holding your urine then when you cough or sneeze or laugh? And I said, well, no, I don't. But that's because I pee all the time. So I don't have to worry about the urine right. when I cough, sneeze, or laugh. And yes. so he's like, okay, so yes, you do. And I'm like, if, okay. if there's any in there, yes, I do. Okay. He was giving me the exam. And so he had told me right after Olivia was born that ultimately I will have to get a hysterectomy because Aww, things have so terrible. Yeah, things have fallen out of place. And um, the only way to really repair it is just to, to yank the old baby maker out. And so... That's a big decision. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of putting it off. And, you know, there's no discomfort or there's nothing painful or anything going on. Right. But I think it's just, you know, one of those things where I'm just, it does kind of make you feel kind of like, I don't know, self-conscious. and you Oh, th- because of, of things have shifted, so you're self-conscious. Well, right. Things, so basically today he added a couple more things to the, the repertoire. And I think this is what finally did it. So he told me I already had a prolapsed bladder, which basically okay. means the bladder is, you know, sagging off of whatever wall it hangs on and it's okay. it's plopping down onto my vaginal canal so oh god yeah so it kind of just you know hangs on it and then i have a prolapsed uterus which means the uterus is like when i pushed olivia out it still started to kind of like you know it followed her i guess it was playing tag yes so those two bad boys are going on in the old vag and then mm. today he says you also have something called a cystocil which i think is what's the, that i think it's the same thing as a prolapse bladder but i'm not sure and oh. then he says you also have a rectocil i'm like a what what and he says a rectocil i'm like well what is that and he says basically the rectum is pushing on the vaginal canal and i'm like for heaven's sake <laughs> like so my vagina is basically the bermuda triangle like <laughs> Oh my all, god! It's like all. I'm like, well, what else? I'm all. Do I have a lung Deville too? I mean, is my lung hanging down in there? I mean, what else could possibly be going on? Got boob Deville, liver Deville. Jeez, I'm like, anybody, any other organs want to hang out in my vag? I mean, jeez. Well, I mean, I knew that it was an attractive place to be. Apparently, it's my the god. hot. It's the hot spot of my it body. It is the place. That is so. the. It's called place. If I had been thinking about it, I would have said, "Well, that would explain why I have orgasms every time I have a bowel movement." <laughs> Oh but my I, God. I didn't say you that. Do? No. Is that why you have diarrhea all the time? Yes. You give yourself a diuretic so you can have orgasm. I do constantly. No, because oh if God. it was diet, it'd be smooth and slick. I mean, I'd want probably yes. like a real hard You'd want to be lump. constipated. Yeah. You'd be eating a lot of cheese if you weren't lactose intolerant. Exactly. It's just, it's all a right. no-win situation. So basically. So, what, so now what? I mean, so you, you, 
how do you fix this? You're falling apart. I know. And so, you know, like I said, it's not it's not hurting anyone. It's not, you know, causing any problems necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, he says, you're young. You know, if you don't think you're having any more children, he's like, you really should just get it fixed. Because he says, you know, there's no reason, you know, someone your age and, you know, to be dealing with right. all of that. So if you if you get these things fixed, will you no longer have a rectocil? Basically, yes. So it, they, it, everything has to be repaired. It's not like, you know, once you like take a 1985 out the... You're <laughs> Mazda. I know. I'm a Pinto. Jeez. But um, so... I said, okay. I'm like, well, I did meet my deductible this year because of my stupid headaches that I'd been having. And so I'm like, well, what's the recovery time? Because I keep thinking, you know, between work and kids and all this stuff, I'm like, you know, I can't really afford to be down and out for too long. And so he says it can be as little as two weeks or it could be as much as six weeks, which really, truth be told, that's not that long. So not considering that he's going to do a full reconstructive well it wouldn't be just him so i actually have i had to get a referral to a urogynecologist a gynecologist who also specializes in urology so he's going to have to take a glance at the situation i guess and then once he has his assessment the two of them will have to uh synchronize their synchronize their calendars so it would be a dual surgery wow so he's like botched (laughs) You could be on that show. So my OBGYN would handle the hysterectomy part, taking out the uterus. The urogyno. A urogynecologist. He would handle, like, fixing the bladder. And then he said one of us would, you know, choose who would fix the front and who would fix the back, which would basically be (laughs) who would fix the, you know. The butt. The other parts. Who and wants then, to do her front butt? Who wants to do her back butt? I'm just trying to think, like, what do they do? Flip a coin? Because, I mean, they're both skilled to do it. So I, I don't know if they would just take turns or I, I don't really. It'd be like, wow. A surgi- it's, like, it's like a surgical gangbang. Gangbang. I was just <laughs> going to say that. It's like a surgical ba- gangbang and you won't even be awake for it. To enjoy I mean, it. can you imagine no? the contortions that I'll be oh, in dead asleep and. No. Like, I'd be like, no pictures, no film, I just it's, nothing. But I'm like, how much damage can childbirth do to a body? <laughs> you know what? It is. Can I tell you how fortunate Olivia is that she's an attractive child? <laughs> because if she wasn't, this would be really falling on her hard. I mean, be like, do you know what you've done to me? Well, I think between her and her brother, both of them, I mean, they've they've destroyed anything feminine <laughs> left in me. Well, luckily you're you're cute, but yes, your children have ruined the internal organs. So, of course, I'm thinking, well, do I really need to get this done? But now I'm thinking, like, well, I mean, that's how a lot of work? How can I not though, knowing that this is all that's going on down there? Well, who knew? My God, this is what I get for going three years without a pap smear. <laughs> that's what you get so once i go to this other doctor i have to call and make the appointment then they'll synchronize like i said their calendars and so we're looking at sometime in november or december and by the time they figure all the shit out that's exactly how long it's gonna take like okay we figured it out yeah i know it's like they'll be playing that you know string game like cat's cradle and you know with my ligaments or whatever <laughs> i don't know i'll probably There's get a like a little things. box like here's some extra parts we found we don't really know what these we are. don't really know where the screw went but we just thought we'd <laughs> hand it to you you can do whatever you want with it but it would be souvenir a, it would be an overnight stay in the hospital one night oh vacation so, i know as soon as he told me that i'm like give me the pain drugs and the <laughs> you know the night of my luck i'd wind up having like a roommate or something god god there's nothing worse than having to share a hospital room with someone i can't even imagine i've never had to do that because i always like of course now granted you're in a hospital but every time they move or make sounds or like they have these pain noises i'm like oh come on don't be such a wimp but then i'm thinking like (laughs) we're in the hospital you know people are legitimately ill here they're sick only i would be the one that would think that i'd have to like put up some sort of front of you know not being sick or not being hurt, but... Well, I can't wait to hear what the uh, Eurogyno has to say. I know, it'll uh, be interesting. About this. I'm sure that we will be updated accordingly yes. to find out about your poor internal organs. What a nightmare. Well, <laughs> I, know. I know. You won't be alone. You know we'll be there I waiting know. I know. to hear all of the uh, juicy details about your anus. And I got a pamphlet I sent you the picture of. 
you know, I left my doctor's appointment today with a referral number and a little pink pamphlet that says hysterectomy on the front. Yes, I really appreciated that the lady was in a robe like she's basically just given up now. There's no there's nothing to live for once you've had your hysterectomy. So I just sit in a robe and read Highlight Magazine in the sun. Well, I'm waiting mean, for death, you know, waiting for the next, you know, God. four to six hour window to pop another pill and, you know, live my life. I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean. Really? Well, we may make sure to invest in a bunch of white robes for you. I I have robes, but I don't like white ones. Well, all right. So the sickest girl in the world. Installment number two. I can't wait to hear what's next for you. Paula's Paula's vagina, also known as the Bermuda Triangle. Good Lord. No kidding. You could get lost in there. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. You have an epic? I don't even know where to begin, but I guess you're going to just have to, I would suggest you hold a scented candle or something because I just, I think you're going to struggle with this. And don't get mad at me because I didn't know what I was doing, but literally last week after we got done recording, I walked into the living room, you know, the family was watching TV. So Olivia was sitting next to her father quite close and I bent down to give her a kiss and I'm like... And I smelt like little stinky feet. And Ew. so I'm like, ew, gross, sister. I'm like, your feet stink. And she's like, no, they don't. And so I grabbed her feet and I was on my knees like because she was sitting on the couch. And I'm like, oh, they're stinky. And so I bent down and like pretended to smell them. And I said, yeah, well, they're definitely stinky feet. And no sooner did that, that happen that Victor got like this mortified look on his face and out from underneath her feet moved his foot. <laughs> Oh my god. It was crammed in the wedge of the couch. And so when I bent down, I probably was actually smelling his foot instead of her feet. Paula, oh my god, I'm getting a headache in my eyes. As soon as I realized, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I started crawling on all fours as quickly as I could down the hallway. Oh Jamie, God. I crawled so fast I gave my knees rug burn. I have <laughs> I have scabs on my knees right now from fleeing the scene. And I've had multiple people at work ask me like, "God, what'd you do to your knees?" And got I was, a little randy last night. I'm just like, I don't even know how to tell you. So I just said I was playing with Olivia and I got rug burn on my knees. But and even today, the doctor he's like, what, "Were you in a bicycle accident or something?" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> For starters, do I look like I was riding a bicycle? Do I look I like said, I ride bikes? No, I, I was. I got rug burn on my knees, but it was that bad. I I literally crawled away ferociously. Where did you? What did you do after that? Did you wash your nose out? I what went, did you do? I think I just went and hid in the bathroom. Like I would have done. Like I would have washed my face. Well, I washed and my, my hands, hands, but I. I think I just hid mostly because I was mortified at what I had done. That you were that close to a man foot? Well, and the fact that I did smell feet, but... And you know what? That's what you get for making it a game. That is a dangerous situation that you put yourself in, and that's what you get. And 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 I did smell feet, but unfortunately, they were not Olivia's, and... That's what you get for playing with Can't feet. even acknowledge. Well, she's five years old. I mean, it's I don't to care. Me, That's human. That's a human foot. That's not a baby foot. She's still little. I still view her that way. But, you know, get anyone cheap sandals. It'll happen. So... Or jellies. Oh, God. That's just gross. And Does so, anybody do that? Does anybody wear jellies anymore? I know they're I know, trying to make them a thing I now. I know people still wear those Crocs, but oh, God. That, I just don't even see how that's healthy. Those things don't breathe. It's like sheer plastic. It's like a it's a heavy, thick rubber with holes. It's like putting a silicone oven mitt on your foot. It's like it's wearing just, rubber gloves. It's like wearing those yellow gloves on your feet. I don't understand it's it. weird. I don't know why anyone thought that was ever a good idea. I, I don't know. Well, actually, a lot of people thought that was good. I mean, they, those things got really popular for a while. but they And did. I tried to want to like them because no. that was the thing. But I'm like, I just can't. No, some trends aren't meant to be taken upon. And I don't even care how comfortable with. they are. Like Birkenstocks. Like, I really did want to get a pair for a while. But I'm like, no. I just don't think I can do this. I saw a picture. It was a fashion magazine online I was looking at and I saw a photo of how they were they were trying desperately to make Birkenstocks look stylish. 
oh yeah all the stars are wearing them and they're showing a couple of stars wearing Birkenstocks I said you know what What celebs were they the smelly looking ones yeah they were the dirty (laughs) hippie celebrities and I'm like you know what I understand when you're trying to make like gauchos which are trying to make a comeback right now they're trying to make them all slick and stylish these are not good fashion statements I know that Birkenstocks are comfortable I know that they're a, a historical like Levi's type brand thing that you know everybody thinks we should embrace American brand whatever they're ugly and i know that people wear them and they don't care that they're ugly in fact they like them because they're ugly well you go right ahead i'm not doing that (laughs) what were we listening to oh i know what it was we both heard the same commercial about like a foot like female podiatrist or something okay and i'm like is this a joke like i thought i was getting punked okay well if we want to be really honest it was there's a cute little radio station in the middle of iowa oh yeah and they do all their own local voiced commercials it's a very tiny little town type thing yes they're known for their little homegrown commercials it's 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 actually really it's a great part of their little personality and we were listening to a program together and we both happened to listen at the same exact time and it was a all-female openly podiatrist office now, I don't care how honest it was. It sounded a little fetishy to me. Well, it just, right? they were listing all the types of feet. Oh, God. I just can't believe I, I can't said that. say it. Well, it's one of my words, but. Um, I can't say it. Like, they were listing itchy all these. and tired. Oh, and why did you have to start with itchy? Like, really? <laughs> you know why? Because that was the one that put me over the edge. And I said, that's it. I'm done. I can't hear it anymore. No. The part that when they're all flat feet, fat feet. I'm like, that's gross. I'm like, who has fat feet? I think they were trying to mimic the Dr. Seuss foot book. Well, it. And that's. That's why they were doing it. But then when they said, come, put your feet in our hands, I went, I'm done. No more. Okay. So part of me wonders, like, who just goes to medical school and decides they want to specialize in podiatry? That's I like the know. same doctor that specializes in proctology. I mean, what what are, what are they specialize? Hemorrhoids? I mean, I don't know. probably rectocils. Whatever I have. Oh, yeah. You may have to meet as soon one. As he sa- no, I don't. But as soon as he said like a word that sounded like it had the word rectum in there, and I was just like, wait. I'm like, what? What was that? So he wrote both words down. What? So actually, I, I lied. I walked away with three pieces of paper today. Oh. I walked oh, away with the hysterectomy pamphlet. I walked away with the referral number. And then I walked away with a doctor note slip that had the word cystocil and rectocil on there so I could Google them. And oh, great. Look them up to educate Fabulous. myself. So you can see what's wrong with your butt. I, I, I haven't clicked Google images yet. I just can't do it. <gasps> Don't do it. But Jamie, it's me. That's me. You will do it. You're going to do it. That's my butt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that you're going to do it. Well, I like I said, I've li- – I came straight home from work tonight. We pretty much jumped right into recording. So I haven't even had a chance to like look at the images and then take a mirror to myself to try and figure <gasps> out what is this you thing. You can't do it. You can't look at your butt. It's not what? my butt. It, well, apparently it's it not in my butt anymore. It's in my vaginal area. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, it's not in there. It's pressing okay, on it. You know what? I'm just. Hey, I, you're my sister. You can't no, judge or get no, grossed out. No, I'm not out. judging you. I'm looking at a very horrible graphic photo and oh it's making God. me sick. Well, stop looking at it. They're going to make you shave your cooch like all the way. Let me just tell you. Well, I, I'm okay. just telling you now just from what I saw. Well, I okay. Oh my god, I'm traumatized. My eyes. My I just eyes. wonder, like, don't look it up, Paula. Don't you'll scare. You'll get scared. Well, I'm just curious, like, like I can't even say it makes my butt hurt now because, like, my butt probably <laughs> will hurt. All I'm saying is, don't look it up. I just don't know how all this is going to work out. I'm kind of nervous. Well, you know what? Leave it to the professionals. That's all I'm saying. Knowing all of this. Do I even do it? I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I'm alarmed. Can I do my ugly and awkward (laughs) moment of the week? Please do. Jesus H. Okay. (laughs) This is awkward. I responded awkwardly. Now, I will preface by saying that I am aware that there are folks in this world who um, have on the spectrum of unusual (laughs) behaviors. Habits? uh, Perhaps. I realize that we're not all able to sit in a waiting room and be just a normal adult. Like, I don't know. 
what I'm trying to say, but let me explain to you what occurred. Malia had an orthodontist appointment on Monday. It was crowded. She had an afternoon appointment. So she got in right away, but because they were so busy, the waiting room was jam-packed. And I could see her and she was she waited for a half an hour before she was seen by anybody. So I'm sitting there and I'm chit chatting away on my cell phone to some friends and, you know, whatever, just just minding my own business. I don't make eye contact with anybody when I go. You don't want to make the mistake of appearing friendly so someone might accidentally talk to you. I try to create walls. <laughs> hey, I don't mean that sarcastically. I'm I know saying you don't. that because I do the same thing. Me too. Especially I- in medical offices. We've discussed what happens. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> so I'm sitting there minding my own Actually, business. I would love that. Next time I'm at a doctor's office, I'll be like, what, what are you here for? I'm here to get my rectocil examined. <laughs> <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, some people came in and I wasn't thinking much of it. And this person had to sit next to me because there was no other seats. Okay. And the thing is, is that if somebody sits next to me, it is probably the last seat in the house because I don't evoke any kind of vibe that indicates a welcoming, please come take the seat next to me. Clearly, not at all. It's a last resort. It is a last. (laughs) It's like, well, I guess I'll attempt to sit next to this prickly pear over here without getting hurt. (laughs) Yes. So at first I thought it was a woman. It wasn't a woman. It was a it was a young man. Okay. He was there with I think he brought his sister or brother to the author or something. So he's sitting there waiting. And all of a sudden he starts making these strange noises. Now he has a handkerchief. What? And he's doing this with his mouth. It's like he's filling his mouth with air and he's doing this. What? And then every once in a while he does this. He's making these weird, like he's trying not to cough. He's like, <laughs> he's making all these weird noises with his mouth. So I'm chatting with somebody. I said, I don't know what's going on next to me, but there's someone next to me filling up their mouth with air and making weird noises. Oh, God. I don't know what is going on. Are you and just- sure this was happening? This happens to me every time. Now I see, and he's lifting up his hand and putting the handkerchief over his mouth. Now I become alarmed. I'm thinking, maybe he's ill. Maybe he's trying not to throw up. Ew, gross. And I was worried that I was going to be puked on at some point. So he's like, and I was like, all right. Did he have like Tourette's or something? No. Well, see, that's what I thought. And that's why I was ignoring him. Because I thought perhaps he had an, an issue and that he was trying not to, you know, he's trying to control his his issue. Very poorly. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm going to assume that there's a situation that he can't control and that I it would be inappropriate for me at this point to laugh, which I'm trying really hard not to do. Well, I just would be a little alarmed because I, I mean, was alarmed. Knowing me, I'd be like, what are you doing with your mouth? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> So instead of me be instead of vocalizing that exact statement, which is what I do, wanted to do. Slam your chair into him? No, that was last week. <laughs> I turned I turned and gazed upon this person to see if he had the audacity to do it. And he looked right at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, who is he, Beaker? <laughs> I don't know. And I was like. I just, I turned away and I said, well, my biggest issue now is I'm trying not to laugh. I would have gotten up and walked away. He got up and walked away. What the He got up and left. Was he disturbed or what? No, he seemed perfectly sane. He was fine. He grabbed his keys and he walked up outside. And I'm like, remember when we were little? I don't know if me and Stephanie, Stephanie and I used to be this way a lot when we were sick. And we were like, if you try to smile, you can't cough. So we'd be like, (laughs) yes, I do remember that. Okay. That's what it looked like he was trying to do. Like he was trying not to cough and he was doing a very poor job of it. And finally, when I turned and I gave him a look like, what are you? What is this? (laughs) So clearly his attempt to not cough was far weirder than if he had just coughed. The awkward moment for me was that I was trying, I was stifling like hysterical laughter yeah, because once you once you let just the slightest giggle oh, out, God. It's, then you'll. I mean, it's, even if you're trying to keep your lips pursed, you'll just spray everywhere. <laughs> All I know is that I was smiling really big. <laughs> God, he probably he probably got up and walked away. Like, what the hell is wrong with this girl? Just, Why is she smiling? This is freaking me out. 
I went to my phone and just pretended that someone was texting me something really funny. I just under, don't understand. Is it common that everyone runs into these folks and that we're the only ones that care to notice? Or is it really just we're magnets for unusual people? Because I, I really wonder. I don't encounter strangers like you do. I do. I, all the time. I think I just work too much because I... I just don't understand. It's like, what do I have a look on my face like, please, strangers, strange people, come to me. <laughs> come strange come. me. No. Show me your strangeness. Let me see your your stomach and your stump and your, your, <laughs> and your weird blowing and your, of the air. And your ball sack. And please show me your nut sack. Because I just haven't seen enough in my life. I have not lived enough life. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. We've gone a lot of different directions this week, but hopefully you were able to keep up. If you're a loyal listener, you probably know the lingo now and know uh, that we're all over the board. But if you uh, hang on tight, it'll be a good ride. Always a good ride with the Uggs. Thank you for the newer listeners. We've noticed um, an increase in our... Uh, our listenership has listenership. increased. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, check out our website. Check out our Twitter. Check out our Facebook. Um, we do get new likes and followers every week. So we know you're listening to us and, and following our instructions. And that makes us very happy. Um, and like Jamie said, we post little rando things on there. If you want to see me and my uh, ice cube glory, then you can go check out the Facebook uh, page, which is just Ugly Truth on Facebook. Check out Paula's hard nips. Check out my boobs. <laughs> Other than that, we hope you have a fabulous week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends. Mm.